I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcasts, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit Gator Frame works.com product provided in exchange for promotional consideration i'm al john go co-host of the disney list podcast as heard on sorcerer radio as well as skull rock podcast here with my wife Kristen. hello hello you are an earmarked agent who books disney travel vacations for people all the time give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over 100 times, so they've got that knowledge at their hand, as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together. All walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori. Welcome to Dining at Disney Podcast. I'm Kristen, and joining me this evening is Kat. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you know when we share new content. Today, we are going to be talking about our favorite Christmas foods. Okay, Kat, what is one of your favorites? Well, let's see. Starting at Disneyland, Disney California Adventure anyway, um, it's really not Christmas if we don't have the pork belly adobo with garlic rice at Festival of the Holidays. It's the best. It's at the first food marketplace at Festival of the Holidays, Food at Holiday Duets, braised pork belly adobo with garlic fried rice. It is melts in your mouth, delicious, comes a little crackling, it's Chef's kiss. It's perfect. (laughs) I'm going to name something that it's not Disney at at all, but it's one of my favorite things to have during the holidays. And you can always find a lot of it. And it is the queen and chocolate covered cherries, but they have to be the dark chocolate ones. And it has to be queen and like those hands down are the best. And I can only eat like a couple, I can only have a couple of them 
at a time just because of being allergic to cherries. I don't want to see what happens if I try and eat the whole box. I was going to say, are you allergic <laughs> to cherries? Kristen? But I doing? can tolerate, I can tolerate those, whatever they do to it or whatever kind of cherry is used in it. I don't have a problem with it. It's probably has it's like tons of formaldehyde or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a cherry. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think I've ever had one of those. Oh, they're good. The inside, like the liquid that's inside around the cherry is really good. And it's got some of that like creaminess like you have in the the old Cadbury cream eggs back when they were really good. Right. That that kind of sugariness to it. I love but it. there's nowhere near as much of that in those little cherries. So <laughs> But those are one of my favorite things to have during the holidays. I love it. I support you. <laughs> so what else do you like? Well, you know me. I'm a peppermint queen. I love peppermint. So peppermint ice cream, peppermint soft serve. I went on a mission this week because I'm in Michigan right now. I'm not in California. So I went on a mission this week to find the candy cane Hershey Kisses. Oh, did you find them? And I just wanted like a handful and I could only find like a four pound bag. And I was like, I can't buy four pounds of Hershey's Kiss. There's no way I will be Hershey's Kiss before that's over. But today I finally found like the regular size bag. Nice. Crack. It's like crack. It really is. <laughs> Those are really good. Have yeah. you tried the hot cocoa ones? No, I haven't tried those. I've been seeing those in the mint truffle, but I want the like crunchy candy cane Oh yeah, I ended up getting some of the, um, the, the chocolates that you melt down to like coat, you know, cake pops and things like that, make candy. I ended up getting the ones that are the white chocolate and have the pieces of candy cane in it. What I'm going to do with them. I'm not sure, (laughs) but I saw it and was like, I have to have them. So good. Yeah. I recently have decided to get into baking this holiday season. So I've been making all kinds of cookies and I've made the cake pops, but I haven't coated them yet. Love it. (laughs) We haven't started cookies here. I think we're doing that this weekend. Nice. Do you have a favorite, do you have a favorite Christmas cookie that your family makes? You know, it's hard because I can't really have a lot of stuff, but my mom makes like cracker crack, the like saltine with caramel and chocolate. Mm Mm-hmm. She makes that gluten-free with nice. gluten-free saltines, which is like so good. Um, and then I think we're going to try and make Italian fig cookies, Ooh. which is like the regular cookie, like shortbread cookie with a fig and date and orange and stuff inside of it, which is always good. So I wonder, hmm, can you, I wonder if some cookies you could make gluten-free. I mean, I'm sure you can. They make cup for cup flour, which is like a substitute. Yeah. So it makes everything a little bit easier. But like sometimes it's just not, it's not the same. Yeah. But, you know, I take what I can get. One cookie that's good that you could have is, have you ever had the Zimmersterns? They're made, all it is is like crushed nut, but you put that in, you make a meringue and you toss it in the meringue and you use, oh, and you roll it out, but it's so, so sticky. And it is very complicated and you have to have a lot of patience to make, which- You already lost me. I've only done it twice. <laughs> and then after the last time I did it, I was like, yep, definitely never. never. No, they taste no, really no good. 
but it just requires too much patience for me that I just don't have. <laughs> no, I can't do that. I can't do that. Mom did find Christmas gluten-free panettone somewhere. Really? So that's been real exciting because I usually can't have panettone and I love panettone. So. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What else? What else is on your list of Christmas must-haves? Let's see. I'm trying to think. What else do I always have to eat during the holidays? I'd have to say one of the things is the dressing that my dad used to always be the one to make it because it's his family recipe. His family made dressing, whereas my mom's family made stuffing. And my dad insisted on the dressing. But what makes it so good is all of the bacon fat that you use. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's a, a, you know, if you take bread, onions, celery, and bacon, and then you use the bacon grease to toss the bread in so that, wow. oh, if you love bacon, it's so good. So and really, it would be good no matter what kind of bread you use just because of the bacon. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We make rice stuffing. My grandma made rice stuffing when she was still alive. And it's like rice and ground beef and mirepoix. I've never had that, it. actually. It's one of those weird things. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think a lot of people make it, but because we couldn't have bread. And when she was alive, getting gluten-free bread was like a huge problem. Oh, so, I bet. You know, now we all just eat that. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's cool, though. Now, does your family, being Italian, do you do the whole, all of the fishes? Yes, we do. On Christmas Eve, Feast of the Seven Fishes, octopus, crab, mussels, salmon, cod, shrimp. I don't know how many that was, but seven. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That is something yeah. I would I would love to try one day. I It's one of those things we've done it forever and I love it so much. I love doing it. And it grosses people out, I think, that we like eat octopus salad. A lot of my friends are like, how do you eat that? And I'm like, uh, it's really good. So <laughs> easily. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, it's one of those things. And it's funny now because my sister-in-law is allergic to shellfish. Oh, so no. It's, it, we navigate that now. So it's gluten-free and shellfish. We're just complicated. We're, we're a bunch of problem children over here. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I know. <laughs> I know. We have a good time. Let's see, what else do I enjoy eating? What are you guys doing for the kids this year? Anything special? As far as food? Or, or just you know, the whole traditions? thing? Well, one thing is like his family does Christmas Eve and my mm -hmm. family does Christmas Day. So mm -hmm. it always has worked out really nice that we go and his brother, um, since Al John's mom passed, his brother has been the one to want to do the whole Christmas Eve dinner thing. So, um, so he makes dinner like this year, it's going to be lunch instead, but he'll do that. And we, and of course we'll take the kids and they'll get to do that. And then they'll open their presents from us on Christmas Eve. And then mm -hmm. In the morning, Santa will have brought them their presents and they'll open the gifts from Santa and then we'll head over to my parents' house and it will be my parents, my sister, Aldon and I and, and the kids and we do a whole very long day of Christmas there because my mom thinks she's Santa Claus and yeah, buys a ridiculous amount 
of presents that it's it's insane. Like really, you would think there was probably like thirty people coming to the house, as many gifts that are all over the room. <laughs> so I love it. But I, I used to it. always make for breakfast. Um, I would get ground uh, pork sausage and make uh, biscuits and sausage gravy. Ooh. Haven't done that in a couple of years, but that was one of my one of my things that I all had done for several years. Sounds good to me. We do waffles. We're waffles on Christmas morning, people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for some reason my family's never really been one for like I like waffles. Yeah. But they've never been one for waffles. When we were kids, dad would make pancakes and he would get those little tiny mini chocolate chips that had the candy coating on the outside. And he would put those in the pancakes for us, which was always fun. Sounds delicious. Oh, let's see. Trying to think of what else. Of course, you have to have hot cocoa. You have to have hot cocoa with milk. It can't be made with water. Has to be the real stuff, real milk. What's your favorite Disney holiday treat? Oh, let's see. Hmm. Trying to think of what my favorite thing is that I get at Disney. I don't know. Because whenever we go, we try, we don't have like, I don't have a typical thing that I get every time we go Mm -hmm. when we do go during the holidays. Um, It's always something different that I like to try. Good. So I don't kind of stick with the same thing. Well, one thing they have all year long that I do always get during the holidays is in the Germany Pavilion, I go over there and get the caramel corn since they make it fresh. You have mm-hmm. to get it when they're making, like right as they've made it, because then it's so like hot. hot and it's, oh, mm-hmm. it's so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the other thing I always get is the glue vine. That is that is a must must do thing for me when I'm over at Epcot during the holidays is mm-hmm. getting a glue vine. I would, yeah. Perfect. Sounds good to me. I think that's pretty much all I can think of as far as like some of my favorite foods. I have to yeah. chime in. Yes, please. Producer Aldron here. When we go to the when I go to Disney, there is one sandwich to rule. I know. All I just happen to think of it. And that is the Earl of Sandwich holiday special. Yeah. You have to, you know, get the turkey sandwich with the cranberry sauce and the dressing and all that stuff on there and a little whatever. They pour a little gravy. I don't know what they do, but whatever it is, it's magical (laughs) and it's a must have every time we go down there. At least for me, you've had it before, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that I is, happened to think of it right as you you came in. I was like, I know exactly what it is you're going to say that I did not mention. Well, I would be remiss if I didn't say that. Yeah. You know, someone's got to speak up for the Earl of Sandwich because, <laughs> you know, just because you have They're to. They're getting rid of it here. I know. It's a shame, but isn't it? They did have a holiday stuffing turkey sandwich at Jolly Holiday. They tested one out during the fall. That's, so I think yeah. maybe they're going to try and substitute it. We'll, we'll see. Good. I didn't hear anything about it. So that's not great publicity, but we'll see. I tell you what's also really awesome is the holiday churros at Disneyland. Mm. Because it so has everything many. you love, everything you love. Chocolate drizzle, white chocolate drizzle, cinnamon. strawberry cinnamon. I mean, it's like everything you love about the holidays. And if Bubba was here, he'd talk about his candy canes. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's true. I hope they got to do that. I wouldn't. Oh, isn't there soup that that Bubba always gets too? I think. I mean, Monte Cristo, I know that. I was thinking there was a soup he mentioned. Well, I I know that he does mention, you know, uh, I think he mentions this every year about going down to uh, New Orleans Square and getting the soup bowls. It's a Mexican soup. Is it really? That he was talking about. Yeah. Pozole? That's it. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Yep. It, okay, so tell me where that where you get that Rancho del Zocalo. Oh, Rancho del Zocalo. Okay, mm-hmm. of course you do. Mm-hmm. It's good too. Uh huh. I knew. I knew there was something. <laughs> Al John, did you have anything else you wanted to mention that you enjoy? I don't know. I think. I think when it comes to Walt Disney World and uh, Disney Springs, they always have the holiday drinks oh, um, yeah. that are great, and so. While everybody has the normal hot chocolate, you could kick it up a notch and get the kicked up hot chocolate in some places. I know last time they had, uh, where was it that they had the, um, oh shoot, Uh, was it Ghirardelli? Trying to remember what they had there. Ghirardelli had a, a holiday drink with their chocolate and they, someone put booze in it. I'm trying to remember where that was. That was either at Epcot or, 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 uh. Because I don't know if they put booze in the Ghirardelli in the uh, in, in Disney Springs, but peppermint milkshakes are always yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You really can't go wrong with anything peppermint. Sometimes it's too much, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with too much. No, we had peppermint soft serve for breakfast when my parents were here at Disneyland <laughs> the one day that we went. Nice. It's like we're here. We're getting it. It's happening. <laughs> I like See, it. that's the one thing about being an adult. You can have a dessert for breakfast. There are no there, rules. There's no way to tell you, no, you can't have that. There's another thing I will mention is a Starbucks holiday special, which mm. is the holiday cranberry bliss bars. Oh, yeah. I go crazy over that. Now, we all know I love coffee. I dig the Joffrey's coffee most of all because it doesn't, it, they actually brew it to perfection which i love starbucks is okay but the cranberry bliss bars mm-mm. you know what we need to make is yes. that christmas on the beach Scroll christmas up a on second. the beach yes. okay it is oh yeah yeah yeah. coconut rum blue curacao cranberry juice and pineapple juice Ooh, <laughs> we should make that so what makes it christmasy the fact it's that there's cranberry. actually cranberry because <laughs> otherwise it's just a normal blank on the beach it drink turns green i don't Cause know it, yeah because there's a souvenir glow cube <laughs> that's the added eight dollars y'all it's like your christmas lights right yeah it's like christmas lights hey okay Love it. i'm okay with that i'm down with that oh you know um yeah i think that's i think i think that just about wraps it up here on my side i can't think of anything else that's i uh, do like the holiday, holiday drinks food. that they do at the different bars around disney during mm-hmm. the holidays. Those are always good. That was yeah. one of my favorite things back when you had the dancing lights is we would always stop and pick up, you know, a seasonal cocktail and walk through enjoying the cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Um, on Dapper Day, I went down to Disneyland and got to try one of the Life Day treats from Star Wars from Galaxy's yeah. Edge. We did the macaroon. It was like a sesame passion fruit macaroon. That was really good. I'd eat that year round, honestly. It was good. I wonder if Baby Yoda 
I wonder if baby Yoda has those space macarons every day. I hope so. <laughs> I'll be Y forever. <laughs> What's funny is that our little girl does not, does not know Yoda. So she doesn't know to call him like to think to call him baby Yoda. He's always Grogu and Yoda Aww. is Grogu. Everything is Grogu. Green and ears. I love it. Yep. <laughs> We're trying to train her the right way, the pot, young Padawan okay. way. It's okay. She has a lot she of metaclorians in her. As, as a gift when we first got her, and he came with the Grogu blanket. So she learned Grogu really quick. <laughs> she I learned Grogu before she learned Mickey. Oh, That's crazy. That is crazy. Well, I think that pretty much covers everything. We hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. You can find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Anchor, where you can also donate to us as little as 99 cents a month or as much as $9.99 a month for those of you that want to support the show. You can also do that by shopping our links. We've got Amazon, Disney Store, and Garden Grocer that you can find on diningatdisney.com. Kat, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Sure. Um, you can find me on Instagram at catastrophe at C-A-T underscore A-S-T-R-O-P-A-G. And as far as dining at Disney, you can check out diningatdisney.com. Follow us on our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And for all your Disney Universal and cruise travel, you can contact Kristen at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com for your free quote and to book. And make sure to check out some other great podcasts, including The Disney List, with Kristen and Al John, WTW Park Hoppers, with Park Hopper John and Park Hopper Sid, Disney Parks Podcast with Tony and John, Skull Rock Podcast with Al John and Dave Bossert, and my podcast, Eat the Pictures. For Facebook fun, join our friends, the Disney Dorks, and the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone. Before you go, Kat, are you still doing Harry Potter? Harry Potter for another two weeks. It's crazy, right? This week, this week is Order of the Phoenix. It's about candy and fascism. So if you're into that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> two great things that go great together. Yes, perfect. I was going to say, eat the picture should be on everybody's list. Like all of our podcasts are, which by the way, don't forget um, all of our podcasts there. Um, you know, uh, we are celebrating being one of the, the top 100 podcasts to follow this year with dining at Disney. So congratulations on feed spot, right? On feed spot. So yeah, check it out. Well, until next time I'm Kristen with me was cat and bon appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host a Disney List podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook, The Disney List Podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com. Eat the Pictures is a bite-sized movie podcast. 
Every week, we look at the ways different movies, from classic horror to rom-com, use food to tell stories on screen. Food unites us all. Let's explore it piece by piece on Eat the Pictures. Stay hungry. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. You'd just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years and counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossert, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com.